Square Table, where we give advice and answer the hard questions about life. I'm your boy, Darren Deshay, and I'm joined here with normal. Uh, it's D-Mo and Jay Lee. Don't say anything. What up, it's your boy D-Mo, a.k.a. Big Fish, a.k.a. I Say What I Want, a.k.a. I'll Do What I Want, a.k.a. Batman, a.k.a. Shay Shay's Master. <laughs> Whoa. AKA Whiplash. What's your name? Hootie Tang? <laughs> yeah, what's up? What's up? It's your boy Jay Lee. Um, I don't have any AKs. I'm just mad at everybody in the world because nobody told me that Talente frozen custard or ice cream or gelato, whatever the hell you want to call it, is delicious. Uh, <clears throat> you're weird. And by the way, yeah, I did we, unscrew the caps to make sure that there were no previous. Are you make sure nobody, nobody licked your licked your ice cream. Yeah, because I would be very upset. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're weird, bro. I don't know. I don't know why you're behind on everything, bro. These fashion trends, these eating trends. You need to be up on it, bro. And I feel like it's kind of healthy too. It's gelato. I'm gonna say I don't think so, bro. Your calories. I, you know, I think you're. I, I don't know, bro. I don't think that's. I don't think that's right. You sound kind of foolish. And y'all sound like a bunch of haters. You know, I am a hater. I'm, I'm probably like the king of the hater nation. You know. I don't hate. I, I just. I don't. I hate, can't. Hate, not, hate. I don't. I don't hate. 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 It's not my thing. You took first hate, place in the the hater Olympics. Play hater ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Play hater ball. Yeah, I did. Took first place. Congratulations, uh, man! Congratulations so, for taking first so, place. Uh, that's that's not something to congratulate, man. Why, why would you not? Give him a round See, of that's the problem. It's crabs in a barrel, bro. Congratulations. You know what I'm saying? Be happy for me and all my accomplishments. If I got to be champion for the ball, you need to say congratulations. Instead of fucking hating on me. You're hating on people. You know how black people never get ahead because of you. You holding us back. I'm not hating on you, Shay Shay. You. Me. Single handedly holding back the whole entire black race. You're right. You're so right. Nah, Thank you. I don't know how I couldn't see it. If you let Brother Dashay say it. Well, since you're doing all this fucking talking, recap the episode from last week. No, for, no further questions, Judge. <laughs> okay. So what happened last week or two weeks ago? I just, I just said First that. Of all, I just two told weeks you. ago. No, no, it's not your turn. I object. You have to <laughs> wait for the prosecution to finish. Okay, I object. I'm not gonna play these fucking. Overruled. I'm not gonna play these games. Over, overruled. I'm the same. <laughs> Okay, so first of all, two weeks ago, <laughs> we talked about mass shootings and kind of what we could do to kind of change and like just kind of kind of discussion on like gun control and you know why is this kind of stuff happening? What the fuck is wrong with the U.S. that we have to shoot places up? Um, you know, for just no reason it really seems like. Um, but I, I remember on that episode we actually didn't give a lot of recognition to some of those you know young people. Um, who risked their lives really to save um, these people in these extreme situations? Um, and I apologize for that. I think that we should probably give some, instead of always focusing on the negative, which is the bigger conversation of how do we change that? But you know, the people that were willing to put themselves in harm's way to save others, I think that they also need to be 
things too. Those that run towards the sound of gunfire versus running away from the sound of gunfire? Those people? Yes, I heard. Great. Well, yeah. are there any new I'm, conclusions? I'm sorry, but who are we recognizing? Okay, so you know what? What's crazy is I knew the dude's name two weeks ago. And you, so you, you don't know his name? I don't know it right now because I ain't gonna lie. When I was prepping for this episode, all I was looking at was uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich <laughs> meme. So like, <laughs> that was all my prep, bro. <laughs> I got I got nothing right now. <laughs> uh, his name is Glendon Oakley Jr. Thank you. I appreciate he's, that. He's an African American. Uh, soldier stationed at Fort Bliss and ran into Walmart uh, to save children. So shout out, shout out to him and all the other first responders who ran into the gunfire, both in El Paso and in Dayton, Ohio. This dude, the shooters. Well, in in Dayton, Ohio, they ran into subdued a shooter in El Paso. They caught him later. Probably took him to Burger King. <clears throat> no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean. I, I appreciate you coming through again. Um, shake, shake. So how about your president? How about him? He finally came out and said something about the shootings, and I feel like it was a great speech. What do you guys think? Didn't watch it. What? Yeah, that. No, nah, he's he's an idiot. What? He's an idiot. <laughs> if I've ever seen an idiot in my life, um, it's crazy because like he went to the hospitals to like see. Families people and, and families and nobody really wanted to see him or nobody really wanted to meet him so much they had to ask people to come back to the hospital so that he get the, you know they could get a photo op with the president like no, nobody wanted any parts of him and then you know he gets up gives a speech blames it on mental health yep talks about how the real problem is video games things like that you know i would just i, I I'm tired of talking about him. I really am. Moving on. Heard? Because what this episode really should be about... No, before we can get there. Before we can get there. Before we can get there. So, I don't know if you guys go following this shit on Twitter, right? But this uh, officer shooting with fucking... This guy, shoot. When I looked at it on Twitter... You mean... You mean, you mean... I mean... The, the shooting, shooting in Philly? Yeah, yeah, the shooting in Philly where he was shooting fucking off. It was like bro. six or seven that he hit? Six. Yeah. And then there was like videos. There was this one video on Twitter. I don't know if y'all saw it, but it looked Love like the officers running were back spray painting fucking shit on blood, his arm. Blood on him. Yeah. And then got in the car and pulled off. Like, <sighs> I, so here's the thing, man. There, there are people trying to argue that that man wasn't really shooting at cops. Mm-hmm. I call bullshit. So here's the thing. <laughs> he was definitely shooting at cops. Here's the thing, okay? Like, they came to serve a a warrant. It was no knock warrant, a narcotics warrant, right? Mm-hmm. Bust up in the bull crib, mm-hmm. and he said he wasn't going back to jail. 
real simple. Like he wasn't yeah. going back to jail. Like so he started so busting them off. Side by cop, okay. Yeah, I don't know. He was it wasn't he just wasn't going back. And I'm just saying, like, it's that simple. Dude wasn't going back to jail, so he started shooting back. He shot six cops. You think so like are we are, is the argument that he didn't really hit cops when he was shooting all those rounds out of the crib? Is that what we're trying to say? Like what what is like what is the purpose and the motive behind cops the cops in this particular situation? I'm not talking about all the other crazy situations in which cops fake things because y'all do and they do. But in this particular situation, what was the motive in them faking getting shot? Like that doesn't even make that doesn't even make sense. He was really shooting out there. People heard the gunshots. Was really shooting it had all, by the time the shots they was up there for the seven hour standoff there were cameras and all types of things like it was really shooting going on what's the motive for these cops faking blood on them and things like that mm-hmm. could, could it have been that maybe the cop i don't know it's a million reasons that that could have looked like they were spraying blood on them maybe it wasn't blood maybe it was something else you know i mean in combat situations you never you never know what's going on or what like people are doing so when you're watching things in a real live combat type situation or a real tense situation things can be taken out of context so what it may look like to us might not have been what it actually was on right. the ground yeah. you see what i'm saying right, we right, watched right. that we watched that feed from a helicopter up in the sky was it spray so, paint right like was it just oh, a uh, can no, you, you can't, can't you really can't tell what see. it is. So people, you so your mind. It looks like he sprayed something on his arm, so, and then like red on the ground. So you're not, you can't really tell what he did, though. Oh, he could have been, he could have been marking himself as safe. So when medical comes through, like they know, okay, you're good. I'm gonna pass you. No, the next person. But it, what if he it, cut himself and he put iodine on himself? I don't know. What if he was pulling something out of a first aid fucking bag? Like, I mean, it's a million reasons. Like. This is not a million. It's a bunch of other things that it could have been. And I'm pretty sure, was, sure when shots are being fired at you, you're not thinking about setting that nigga up. Right. Like, this nigga already <laughs> shot at us. Like, <laughs> we got him. <laughs> you already got him. He's shooting at you. Exactly. They're not like, hey. So the likelihood you know that that's going to be Nah, because on. black people, they be doubting us. So we got to be spray painted with blood so it looks like he shot us, bro. Because, you know, you know, black folks, they think everything's a conspiracy. Let's really be fucked up First of all, that's not just black folks. That's white folks too. <laughs> I feel like white folks got the worst conspiracy. Let's get this. Let's not. Let's not just blame that on black people. I but don't know. No. I mean, yeah, there's definitely. I don't. I don't know. The whole don't look kind of wild, and I know that Twitter always runs with things. That's just what they like to do, man. Um, but that was crazy. And then the other police shooting. Um, when they police shot that 19 year old boy in Colorado, man, or Colorado Springs. Yep. I didn't even. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah. I I actually saw this one. Like I watched the um, like the body cam footage. Yep. And because when there's police involved shootings and somebody is killed, it's one thing. In my office, we like to look back at and see, you know, what actually happened, unfiltered, so to speak, mm-hmm. in a way. Right. He's they the kids were originally stopped. It was two black males. They were originally stopped because there was, I think there was like a, a robbery or an armed robbery or something like that. And they said they were, that the suspects had a gun. And it was known, that's how the call came in to the police officers. So when the police officers are canvassing the area trying to find this person or people, they see two 
black males that fit the description with what they're wearing. One of them was wearing like a bright red shirt. Fit the description. Yeah, uh, like there, there's always a description. I don't know why we, why we waste so much on that, but there is always a description. Mm-hmm. So the two the officers, the officers saw them, stopped them, asked them, you know, for your safety, this is the kind of call we got. We want to make sure you don't have anything that's going to hurt us on you. The kid, once he said that, and the cop was about to like just do a little frisk of him, the dude just ran. He just took off. His friend kept standing there with his hands up, didn't move, didn't do nothing. And the other kid with a gun ran off. As they're running, the kid reaches down toward the front of him so the cop is behind him to his waistband and that's when the cop shot and said gun and he fired like three four rounds so wait i have a question because I, I don't know about this story i don't know who like i didn't see this it's the first time i'm hearing about this what the kid that got shot was that the kid that committed the robbery did he have a gun yes those he, are my two questions yes was he had a kid a, yes he had the committed gun the robbery Yes, he had the gun, and it was definitely not planted. Like, the cops had to cut the kid's shorts off just to get the gun out of his underwear and, and shorts. But did he commit okay. the robbery? I I don't know. They, did the right. kid go to pull the gun out before he shot him? From the well, from the body cam the body footage, cam, it looks, it looks like, like, he like he was he was reaching into his waistband. Now, whether he was going to reach in and try to toss the gun while he's running to say that that's not my gun, or if he was going to reach back and shoot, we'll never know but he did reach into the front of his waistband. And from the cop's point of view, like all you see is the kid's right hand go down towards the, his front middle into his waistband. Yeah. So the cop couldn't see, the cop clearly didn't see the gun because the gun was still in the kid's shorts. So here's the okay. thing, I'm gonna be honest with you. And this is like, as a, and, and for some from somebody that's like extremely like anti-cop, and I like, I'll be very, very, very transparent in that. Like I'm, I'm extremely anti-cop, and and that comes from just my experiences with police officers. Like, so I, I really don't have a good, I don't particularly have a good uh, impression of police officers from my past experiences. However, um, haven't been in, haven't been in certain situations. Um, I do understand having to make a split decision. Um, life or death decision type thing right like so uh while i i acknowledge that african-american males are mostly targeted by police officers and are, are tend to be the victims of um police involved shootings more than any other demographic i also acknowledge the fact that police officers do have a very very tough job um and often have to make split decisions uh and, and life and death with, without having the full scope or full, full story. And just listening to this story, I'd say that police officers made the right decision. It's a similar, I would have made, and I put myself in that position, I would have made a similar decision. You know what's crazy is that I listened to that long, drawn out fucking explanation, and I feel like you could have saved us three, four minutes by just fucking saying that. <laughs> Economy of language has never been my strong suit. I'm sorry. Economy sorry. of language. Economy of language. Me never and been all my the listeners suit. were sitting here like, JJ, wrap it the fuck up. We know you would have shot him. We fucking get it. Okay? We uh, fucking sorry, get I'm sorry, it. I'm sorry. I apologize. Economy of language has never been First my of all, strength. While you guys are trying to say all Debbie Downers, there's only one thing that's important in this whole fucking conversation. 
Give it what? to him. It's Popeye's chicken sandwich. Jesus. Give me things. <laughs> Listen, bro. Listen, bro. This sandwich, bro. Listen, bro. Listen, bro. This is not a test, okay? This is not a test. If you have not had the fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich, pause us right now. Go sit in line probably 15 to 20 minutes because it's gonna be like that, okay? And after, just, oh. Bro, and when I seen it on Twitter, listen, when I seen it on Twitter, I thought it was a joke. I was like, this shit is not good. Like, I like I know Chick-fil-A fucking be paying for these conversion therapy fucking camps, and I still support them even though I don't support the fucking <laughs> conversion therapy, okay? I fuck with them sandwiches, okay? Literally four to five times a week I eat their breakfast, okay? But when I had this Popeye's chicken sandwich, nigga? Woo. Five stars. Five. Five. Popeyes, you're on to something, bro. Five you're stars. on to fucking something, you dirty son of a bitch. Bro, and guess what? Guess what? Popeyes is open on Sunday. Eight. Oh, they are. I had I had a, I had another sandwich today. I went and got my first sandwich on Friday after being turned down on Wednesday, right? Because I went and I got in line and I was like, I'm gonna give me this Popeyes chicken sandwich. I got in line and I got up to the window and I was like, can I get the Popeye's chicken sandwich? She said, we don't have any. That's why the four cars that were in front of you just pulled off because we don't have any more. That was Wednesday. I couldn't go Thursday, so I came back Friday. I came back early Friday at like two o'clock before they ran out. I got me one, I got home and man, I took a bite of that spicy chicken sandwich and it was the best thing I ever had in my life. Oh, my Lanta, so good. I had the chicken sandwich, I'm sweating. I had to tweet Popeye directly and thank them for blessing me with this greatness that was this spicy chicken sandwich. It outdoes Chick-fil-A. You know what's wild? Popeye's dropped this bomb right at the same time that Wendy's generally re-released their spicy chicken spicy nuggets. Chicken nuggets? And ain't Thanks nobody say shit about I, I, them. I thought, I, I want to I want to talk on that. I want to talk on that because I saw somebody thank Nicki Minaj for Wendy's bringing back the spicy chicken sound. That's spicy all chicken chance. nuggets. It wasn't it wasn't her. It was Chance the rapper. So I just want to let that be known. So if you want to thank somebody for Wendy's bringing back the spicy chicken thank nuggets, you it was Chance the rapper. He's thank the one to thank. Chance. Can we take a second here though. If Popeyes can master the lemonade, okay, I won't eat Chick Fil A anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. I like their French fries better too. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, Popeyes. But they don't have Chick Fil A sauce. No, we, you don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need it. You don't need it. Not with this chicken sandwich. You don't need it. Popeyes. you don't need it. I won't have it for a long time because I don't. There's no freestanding Popeyes. The only Popeyes in this area is on base, and I doubt Bro, they have wild. this sandwich. Bro, Bro. you're wild. Bro. You're wild. You, you know what's crazy? Is I told I told my aunt and uncle I was like, "Hey man, that sandwich is lit," and they were like, "Sure, whatever." Then I come home the other day and they ate it. And they were like, "Hey man, we had that sandwich." <laughs> it was like and you know, like like it's crack. <laughs> and you know, when you come in in the house really late and they cut the light on. They're like, "Where where have you been?" They was they were just sitting there just dumbfounded. They were like, "Man, we had that sandwich." And, sitting uh, in silence, just <laughs> reminiscing. Yeah, it was, it's pretty good, man. It was, it was really Bruh, good. Was, if you have not had the Popeye's chicken sandwich, you need to go get one, and you need to go get one 
ASAP. No, but really. Like, seriously. ASAP. You need to go get you a chicken sandwich. But so while we're on the topic, I feel like if we're going to make improvements on said sandwich, if the spiciness was in the patty and not the sauce, I'd be for it. That'd be a, that's my so you're trying patty. to say a, a spicy patty? Yeah, they need to, because they like have spice spicy up chicken, the, bro. If the, the, the patty crunch. itself was the spicy chicken that they fucking served me any other goddamn time, instead of being in the sauce, I'd be happier. Don't get me wrong, just it, it, they have the best crunch to bread to pickle ratio. They've got it figured out. Okay? Crunch to it bread is, to pickle. It's so good. It's so, so good. It's just enough, bro. Good it's crunch like, plus good yes. bread plus the right amount slash size oh, no. pickle, pickle equals dog. number one national sandwich. Yes. Yes. It does. It's so good, bro. It does. I don't know who the fuck walked into the office at Popeyes and was like, niggas, it's time to do a sandwich. I don't know who the fuck that person was, but I'm, I want to kick I'm them I'm just in the mad mouth. that it took Popeyes. You know, I've been alive for 29 years. I'm just mad it took them 29 years to figure this shit the fuck out. Personally, you know what have y'all right? been doing? You know what's what crazy? That they... So it took them 29 years to make a, a spicy chicken sandwich, but... It's the same everywhere, all over the country. So it's not like it's, like they have a for sure recipe that works everywhere. It's not like you had one one little Popeyes. I was like, yo, let's let's spice some shit up. We about to make this dope ass sandwich. Like, what? All I, got the a, Popeyes I got a question. I got a question. Is delicious. What if, what if, the top chef at Chick Fil A left and went to Popeyes and did this? This is a conspiracy. Mm. <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> what 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 if the top chef at Chick-fil-A who was the master who who had the master recipe was like, fuck y'all Chick-fil-A, I don't like what you're doing here. I'm going somewhere else where real chicken gets down. And he went to Louisiana fast <laughs> and gave and gave them his secret recipe and tweaked it a little bit. Bruh. And that's I why told, that's why they can't put I the spicy told my in the chicken. Friend, I told him that I wasn't gonna tell you guys, but this is what happened. When they found out you niggas was going to Area 51, they released this chicken sandwich recipe to deter the masses. Now that you're distracted by the deliciousness of Popeye's chicken sandwich, they have nothing to no, worry about, bro. No one's gonna show up to Area 51. <laughs> oh my god. That's what he told me. That's what he told me. I told him I wasn't gonna tell you guys. He said he might have to abduct me if I do, but I'm willing to get the truth out to the people, okay? <laughs> we'll take that risk. We for appreciate you guys. your sacrifice. You know, hey, speaking of sacrifices, I heard they're changing the Statue of Liberty fucking poem. Wow. No, they're not changing the poem. They're at, they're at, they added to the poem. They, what, no, this what, the Trump administration they? has added at, added a stanza to the poem. This is what? Uh, it's like, give me a week and you're poor and you're tired as long as they can stand on their own two feet or some shit like yeah. that. So this, you're changing it then. So what they should have added is every person that enters gets a free Popeye's chicken sandwich <laughs> so you can be a part of this country for real. Well, we all know the whites don't like spicy, so Popeye's this is—they got a non-spicy choice. They, I haven't tried the non-spicy really? choice. I haven't—I I didn't try the non-spicy choice. But then it's like a dry chicken patty. There's the, you said the spices in the sauce, so then it's just a 
a dry it's chicken a, it's sandwich. It's like a man. No, it's got they got the non-spicy. It's got like, it's like regular like mayonnaise kind of sauce. Oh yeah, no. Nah. Shit, like, it's like a white nope. sauce. Nope. That's why I didn't try it. I went with the spicy, and the spicy is good. This has only been alive for a few days, but that sounds like blasphemy to me. Listen, Bruh, I'm telling you. Listen. So they're adding a line to the fucking Statue of Liberty poem. Why? They're not adding a line to the Statue of Liberty. Oh, boy. This is just in stanza. No, I, he tried to. He got up there and he was talking. So the, the I think it's like the director of immigration or some shit like that, right? Okay. He, he was Heard. being Another interviewed. unqualified. And man. somebody, so. yes, the unqualified <laughs> uh, Trump appointee was being interviewed. And... Uh-huh. He somebody asked him. He was like, "Doesn't like if like the Statue of Liberty represents America? Like that poem represents America?" And he was like, "Actually, it what what this poem was really saying was it was talking about Europeans, and it was really saying that as long as you could stand on your own two feet, you could come to America. That's what it meant. So like he added some shit to it. That, but like they're not really changing the poem. But on the Statue of Liberty, sandwich is what America is about. That's what makes me America we love great. Chicken." Yo, I think Popeyes is on this. I think Popeyes is really trying to make America great again. Through chicken. Talk about a hot boy, hot girl summer boy. Spicy chicken nuggets and a chicken sandwich boy. You know what they're going to start doing? They're going to start putting that spicy sauce into its own packaging like a dipping sauce and selling it separate so that you can get get it on your sandwich and you can dip your fries in it. That's what's about to no, happen. You're out of control. That's the next wave. You've I'm telling you, it's coming. No, too much. I've that's been thinking far. about it. This is the it's only reason it be, like this is the I only reason they can make the sauce the spicy part and not the actual chicken, so that Look, they can turn it into. All a I know sauce. is, all I know is Popeyes better not make this shit one of those limited time things, or I'm I'm gonna step in and I'm I'm, I'm oh, gonna fuck somebody no. up. Don't fuck this up, Popeyes. Don't fuck this up. Don't that's, make this a summer deal. Don't fuck this up. Like the I'm Angry Whopper. Yep. Burger King drops the ball every year. The Angry <laughs> Whopper needs to be a staple. They fucking up. Popeyes, don't follow your the, your peers. You keep strong with this sandwich, okay? All I'm saying is, if I go there one day and I go to get the sandwich and they be like, we're not selling no more, it was a I'm limited time up. offer, I'm going to walk in at Popeyes and I'm flipping over the chicken maker. Yeah, <laughs> the chicken maker? Like the, the person or like the fryer? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Bro, it'll be so stupid. Both. Like you guys have seen the best sales you've seen in years in this last week or so over this sandwich, bro. I've never been to a Popeye's and had to wait 20 minutes for any fucking thing. But I have consistently since this sandwich has come out. Bruh. I'm flipping over both the chicken maker and the chicken maker. Like, I'm not playing. And I you think they make this sandwich like it's made to, like it's it's when you order it is when they make it because I don't think they just make a batch of the motherfuckers in the back because it not it never comes out quick. Nah, it's hot too. Like it's hot. Yeah. hot. Oh my it. god, it's so fucking good. Okay, we got everybody in line ordering that. We do have to get to the next thing because yeah. so uh, y'all ready for this week's next four friends? Yeah. Can yes. you recap last week's though? What happened? I mean, like last episode, what happened with First the uh, old girl? First Did she get her job back? Josh, play my shit. Where? Who? You been where? Where who? Oh, really? That's how you feel. And the guys be like, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? 
Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? I tell you what, that shit never gets old, bro. It doesn't. It never, ever gets old. Timeless. I feel like I'm going to have to bring it in like that every time. Anyway, so this is <laughs> <laughs> the last Ask for Ask for a Friend. We're talking about a young lady who uh, she fucked up. She turned up too hard because of her hot girl summer, and she missed her first day of work. Well, we <laughs> you left out a whole blame, lot. Like, she, first of all, she should have fucking blamed Meg the Stallion. But if you want to know the whole story, you need to go back to last week's episode where you should have listened and find out what we talked about. But she actually did go back and try to get her job. Good, yeah. She did, but it was was she successful? So I talked to her before she went. I did not get an update so I'm not sure but I feel like if it was lit she would have been like it's lit, it's lit, it's lit, it's lit. Uh, I don't know well I'm still proud of her I'm, I'm proud of you okay you went in there to try to fight for something that you wanted and if you didn't get it you didn't get it shit it wasn't meant to be on to the next one just just when, you, when you when you when you get, get out of the next club when you get to the next one though just don't don't do this don't no shots anymore. Let's, yeah, don't do let's, let's learn from oh, our mistakes sure. here Complete the day of work, then turn up. <laughs> take take the shots after the day, not before you know, the day gets started. Yeah, man, no, not the first day. God damn. All right, so this week's ask for a friend. I, okay, I'm, I'm really interested on what the fuck you guys have to say about this one. Oh All no, right, let's go. Uh, let let's me stretch. Go. Let me stretch. All right, I'm uh-huh. I'm really interested because this young lady when she asked me about it. It, I didn't know what to say, and I'm really, as men, I feel like we have the curtain. Between the three of us, we will have the right answer, okay? That's comforting. Okay, all right, let's go. All right, but you guys got to buckle yourself in. Are you buckled? Give me the, give me, give me the, give me the notes. Give I'm, me the car facts. I'm in a straight chair. All right, so this young lady has been dating for a really long time, right? She's been out there trying to meet different men, whatever, and she uh, feels like she wants to know when is the perfect time to tell them something, right? So she has her people, right? And she has tried different things to express that to people. She's told them in the beginning. She's told them it after they've dated a while, but they haven't had sex, like right before they had sex, or, you know, she sees it going that way, she tells them, or she's like not told them at all, and then like told them later, like, there's just been a bunch of things she's tried and it's all blown up in her face. Like, every which way she's tried it. It has not fucking worked. She's waited, like, until a guy was like, I love you, and, like, I really want to be with you, blah, blah. Then she told him, and he broke up with her and fucking put it on blast, all kinds of shit. So, like, she doesn't really know what to do. But, you know, she's at the age now that she's, like, trying to settle down. She's just trying to find somebody to spend the rest of her life with, but she just feels like she can't get over that hurdle because every time she brings that up into the conversation, she feels like people are really ignorant and don't want to do any like research or learn anything about it so they just kind of shy away from it and make her feel bad about herself so her question is what should she do first of all i'm sure there's an app for that like just find somebody else with her feet. I was about, I was about <laughs> to say the same thing. first of all there is an app for that there is an app the same thing just find somebody else with herpes but is that fair though? Like she has to find somebody else with herpes simply because no, she has no, herpes. But, like, look, nobody's okay, saying it's fair. Let's be very clear. Let's be very clear. The average nigga that doesn't have herpes is 
I don't, I don't say, I'm gonna say I'm because I don't want to generalize the average nigga that doesn't have herpes or doesn't know that they have herpes because some people do have herpes and they don't know they got herpes. Right? Uh, isn't gonna date a woman that has herpes. And it's just like correct, and that's because because of all of the things that you said, they don't know about it. They're uneducated about like exactly what it is and how it's transmitted, right? They don't like so they don't know. And, and this like STDs still have a certain stigma around them, right? Of you know, um, a person with an STD or STI uh, has to be engaging in you know, you know, slutty or hoish behaviors, and that's not necessarily that's not. It's not the case at all. Um, so there's still a stigma around people who have STDs, um, which tends to result in people not wanting to deal with people who have STDs. So, right. Um, number one, like my, that would that was literally the first thing that came to my mind is like date another person with herpes because y'all are in the same situation and more than likely y'all have the same understanding of what it is and what it takes to you know as far as treatment and how flare-ups work and all that stuff like just date another person with herpes it's fine it's i was being semi-facetious like that is one way <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't being facetious i was so serious no but there really is an option there is an option i didn't i did I not i know want that. you guys to go on it though so you can see what you're asking people to do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh no thanks I'll live my life without that I think look honestly there is not going to be any good time to tell anyone there's there's just no good time that's like saying like when should I tell a person that I already have a kid like no it's way different no, it's totally different. It's totally different. <laughs> well, like, yeah, you can't. Totally you can't have sex with you and not. You can't catch kid. a kid, but like, you can also yeah. have sex with someone and not get herpes. With herpes and not get it. That's right. True. So, like, yeah. there's still there's no good time to share your deepest, you know, thing. Yeah, like, you just have to tell them. I'm, I prefer the upfront method. Like, tell them upfront, get it off the chest, get it out the way. And if they say their relationship's not going to go any further, then drop would, it and move I on. Would, I would, yeah, I would definitely say that just, you know what I mean, being upfront. I mean, because, no, so here's the thing, though. Like, you don't have to be upfront with everybody. Like, it's not every, like, you don't know if this is going to go anywhere, right? Like, like she doesn't know, like, as she meet, meets these guys, if this is going to go anywhere or if this is just a dude just trying to smash. So, like, it's not really, like, unless she's going to have sex with that person, like, I don't think that she's, like, required to tell them that. Or she, or she, or she has to tell them up front. But at the same time, I mean, she's got to think about, like, you want to, you don't want to waste your time, too, at the same time. Like, getting to know this person, getting really to do it, and you get there, and you really, really, really like this person, and y'all about to, you know, get to that level, and you break, you, you break, you, like, let them notice, and they're like, oh, I don't want to even deal with this no more, like, and then you just wasted more of your time. So, so this is like, like, so, you, like, three, four dates in, like, you haven't hooked up, y'all just gone on dates. No. You want to know ancient Darren's answer, or, like, the responsible thing? Both. I want to know both. So I think the responsible thing, because once I say the ancient answer, y'all gonna be mad. But I think that the responsible thing to do is to do, is to date these people. And then at the point that you feel like it's getting something serious, then you let them know. But when you let them know, kind of like break it out, like, 
with the information because niggas are not gonna and i feel like this goes for men and women but like people are really not going to do the research because it's so it's such a stigma like so i feel like you got to be able to bust it out and be like hey this is what it looks like this is your chances of getting it this is how you can mitigate some of that like some people carry it i haven't had an outbreak and blah 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 but like whatever right yeah don't just say i have herpes and then let them respond like don't yeah because don't people just assume that your shit is like on fire right looking now. crazy especially when you think about like when we talk about sex ed they show you the most horrendous fucking photos to try to get you to not fucking do this shit yeah and so if it and really in turn it really doesn't look like that not in all cases right so anyway um, I think that that's how you do it. You bust out with facts, factual shit, so that they don't have to do the work and you have a conversation with them and don't, and you just let it be resolved at that meeting, right? Like, and then some people are gonna be upset and some people are gonna go take their time, think about it, whatever, like, but you have put the information out there after you guys have like potentially gone somewhere, right? I think I know your ancient answer. Okay, so here's my ancient answer. <laughs> I think I know. Most people, yeah. Most people have herpes and don't know it. Okay? Yes. So, and if I was a woman, I wouldn't tell anybody. Here's why. It's because niggas ain't shit. If you pop up, (laughs) if he pops up a herpes, he don't know if you gave it to him or somebody else gave it to him. That nigga gonna pull up on you like, hey, babe, uh, I gotta tell you something like, oh, uh, I'm sorry, but like, I think I got herpes, and now you have the moral high ground, even though you yes, know. No, nigga, you what? Worse. You what? You gave me herpes? Worst advice, you're, you're no, telling her to intentionally pass on a sexually transmitted. No, 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 that's not what this I'm saying. This is why there, it's there, it's ain't shit true. there. No, no, listen, 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 listen. This is what I'm saying. So she's already taking the necessary precautions, right? Like, if she's having an outbreak, she's not gonna have sex, right? She would be taking her medication, whatever the case may be. So the chances of him getting it are already low. So I think that I wouldn't even say shit, right? Like I would just let the shit rock. Okay. Because until you're married, like here. until when? I'm not pause, telling you nothing. Pause. When it pops up, how, then how would you feel on you? if that happened to you? Okay, but I told you this my ain't shit answer. Okay. <laughs> I told you this that's, what it is. Because my whole not, thing look, is, well, hold up, hold up. So if you, not if, if I'm being table. serious. No, listen, if I'm being serious though, like when I was in college, like I was, and I feel like you guys can relate too. Like I dated a lot of people at once, right? Nope, not me. If I have popped up with that shit, there is no telling, bro. I wouldn't know. know. I wouldn't know. And niggas in college, I would fucking kick it with all the time and be like, yeah, man, I got chlamydia, or yeah, man, I got syphilis. Like you got all this shit going on. And you like, I'm gonna go to the fucking clinic and get this shit cleared up. And you can still out here fucking these hoes. But if a girl fucking come up to you and tell you she got herpes, nah, dog, I can't do that. Bitch, you first like every other week when you was at Hampton. What are you talking about? Act like you holy. Bitch, you could have been carrying herpes for the last six, seven years and just haven't had an outbreak. Get the fuck out of here. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I just think that herpes has a bad rap. <laughs> but it really ain't that deep. <laughs> It has so a bad rap. That, so because of that, because you're already doing what you got to do to protect yourself and not pass it on, I would just do whatever I just wouldn't even say shit. And I know a lot of people who have herpes that don't say shit, and they've had several different partners, and they've had unprotected sex. You should definitely use protection because niggas are going to listen to what I'm saying, and they're probably going to do it. So I would wear protection. But... I'm just saying that there's plenty of fucking people out here that are doing this shit all the time. And you wouldn't even know. 
You wouldn't know. I can think of three niggas right now that have hit this specific shorty raw, and I know she don't tell them. Whoop. Whoop, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would say. Because at the end of the day, you're going to leave yourself exposed. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm, even if I date you for six months, and I haven't had sex with you, and then I bust out to you, just like she said, like, niggas and women, they will go out and they put you on blast. And the last thing you want is your shit on Instagram or Twitter or some shit like that. Like, don't fuck with this bitch because she got herpes or don't fuck with this nigga because he got herpes like that. You don't want that. No, nobody wants that. You don't want that. You don't. That's, that's... And so every time that you tell somebody, you run the risk of that happening. Fuck that. Best case, if you do want to tell them, I would be on some hey, I just want to make you aware that I was sexually active with someone who had herpes, but I have not had an outbreak, but it is a possibility that they transferred, they transmitted it to me and I'm carrying it, but I have not had any outbreak. So I don't know if I had it or not, because really one of the only ways that they can test herpes when you have an outbreak is to test the outbreak. So there, there's that. Then you cover your bases, because you let them know there's a possibility this shit might get on and popping. Right? But I don't know. And then after that, it is what it is. Fair, but you do set yourself up for lawsuits. A lawsuit? That's who you think these niggas are. <laughs> hey, niggas is getting smarter these days. You can't be out here just like not telling people. You can't be out here just not telling people you got hurt. Like that's not that's not that's not that is not the advice. That I'm Let giving out. Let me tell out. you how many fucking people out here are doing it, though. I, I believe it. That don't make it right, just because like, that's that's what people right are now? doing it. Like that's just like that don't make it right. 11. That don't you make it man? right. Like I'm that's a cold sore on my lip, bitch. That is not a cold sore. Well, cold sore <laughs> is herpes, actually. <laughs> it is. It is. It is it's just another. Bro, but that's cold my sore point. Is, is that herpes. so many fucking people? I think it's one in three it. people. One in three, one in three people have herpes. They don't know. So the fact that it's so fuck. I know what I said. I think don't one, ask in, me. one in three <laughs> Americans do have herpes. I think that. I think that's right. Don't me. I said what I said. Don't add me. Still, your best life, girl. Meg asked for a hot girl summer. Can't. And you know what? And niggas will I, be that's really not mad what about Meg it went, because niggas don't said. be fucking hot girl summer. Niggas don't be out here wearing protection. That's why they be so hot about it. Oh, I can't nothing this bitch raw. Bitch, you're more concerned about herpes than you are about getting this bitch pregnant. Get the fuck out of here. It's not what she meant. Get the fuck out of here. Niggas are trash, and I don't know why gay men and straight women deal with us. He is wilding tonight. Oh my god. Hey, hey, Demo said what he said. Live your best life, girl. Yeah, for a hot girl summer. So she knows she got a hit. (laughs) Speaking of hot girl moves, I've been on the Twitters for the last week and I ain't said shit about it. You haven't. You haven't about our main topic? You haven't. I haven't seen nothing. I haven't said shit about it because I've been trying to like gather all the perspectives in. But I think I'm really disappointed in black folks this time. So this week, Jay-Z and the NFL announced their partnership, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So they had a press conference. Okay. Yeah. And Jay-Z said that he was going to be basically the token black man of the damn NFL. 
He was going to be the social justice coordinator initiative shit for the NFL. Also, you got you got the clip, right? Also, part yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I got the clip. Play, play, play the clip, clip for me. Here you go. Here you go. All right, cool. Now that we're back. <laughs> yeah, I look. You say he's a token black guy. Jay said some stuff in the interview when he was sitting down with everybody. And his main topic that everybody's pulling out of that interview was um, I get the kneeling and I stand for it. You know, I understand what it was done for and why. But why he was basically, it done? Why he's, basically, they call it he's basically saying that there's been no action towards actually changing anything that the NFL does. Right. But wh- why did Colin Kaepernick kneel? For Awareness. Awareness to, to what? Justice. To police brutality. <clears throat> police fucking brutality. Now listen. Colin's narrow ass got on motherfucking Twitter. Now I will admit, Jay Z probably lied about talking to Colin before he announced his deal. I'm not gonna lie. But Colin hopped his narrow ass on motherfucking Twitter and said that he kneeled three years ago. For to protest systematic oppression, okay. All right, listen. Systematic oppression and police brutality. It's police brutality. I get all that. I get it. Right. It's all interwoven. But when he, it's all interwoven. It is interwoven. It is okay. So Colin Kaepernick kneels for systematic oppression and police brutality. Mm -hmm. Okay. So why Mm -hmm. is it that when Jay Z gets on my TV screen and says, "Hey, I support the fact that these niggas kneel." Ain't got paid for it, right? Because these niggas got a fucking settlement for it. But the reason this shit started was for police brutality and fucking, and that's what the issue was. So let's take action to move this shit forward. And systematic oppression. People fucking are coming at Jay like he's a sellout. So here's the thing. I don't understand. I don't I'm not, I'm not seeing why they think he's a sellout. But go ahead, well, because, because, so here's the thing. People don't. Oftentimes, we, we don't see the big picture. And I think that Jay-Z is a really a... Jay-Z is a very intelligent, intelligent person. I mean, he's a very, very, very intelligent person. Businessman, right? Uh, and there has never been... I have never seen Jay-Z do something that, like, goes against um, who he is as a black man. Um, so, I, no. Period. I, I think that... I, I, I think that there's a plan here and I, I think that there's a plan that, that has the bigger picture in mind um, somebody once made the like the the analogy for me right is when you're dismantling a system it's kind of like demolishing a, a, a standing building right when you demolish a building do you do you throw a bomb right do you plant the bomb on the outside of the building and just blow the bomb up thank you expecting it to demolish i know where you're the, going the structure and thank right? you or does the demolition team go in and strategically place little small bombs in all the pillars and all the you know the supporting um, structure the supporting beams and supporting structures little small bombs one at a time one at a time one at a time over time eventually detonate all of those small bombs at once in order to bring the entire structure down flat right in order to really bring about change you have to infiltrate the system and strategically bring it down piece by piece by piece and i think that what jay-z has decided to do here is the first step 
towards entering into that system. If you know, the NFL doesn't have any black owners. Nope. None. None. There's not but one black owner deal, in the NFL. Part of the deal, there part, will be. Part owner is of that, the NFL team. Is that Jay-Z will become the first black part owner of an NFL team. He'll have a considerable amount of stock in an NFL team. That is yep. the first step into becoming a part of the system so that he can start to dismantle the system from the inside. Right, so he's got a exclusive deal that he will work the halftime show for the Super Bowl, so he can bring in more African American artists. Obviously, uh, he will also run podcasts and other black mediums, or he's in a position to do that now. I feel like kind of does this, you know, ride on what Shay Shay saying. I think if it was anybody else nothing would happen, right? And the reason I say that is that Jay-Z is a fucking business. I mean, he's he's got millions of fucking dollars backing business, him between man. him and I'm fucking... business, man! You know what Let I'm me like, handle my business! Damn! He's Boy, got man, we millions, here. millions of dollars backing him, bro. Like, he can go into the table and talk to these fucking people and tell them to shut the fuck up because he has the same amount of fucking dollars that they're fucking with, okay? That's it. He got money. He had to... he could bring more money in. Right. And so for them... For them, it's a business deal because they can see the benefit of bringing him on, but he's also in a position that he's at the table to have that conversation with them. Now, I also think that I have more faith in Jay-Z because Jay-Z and Beyonce over the last couple years have done a lot of things for the black community. Um without wanting recognition for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, when the Baltimore um, protesting happened, all those niggas got arrested, Jay-Z and Beyonce bailed them all out. They didn't get on the news and say they were gonna do it. They didn't write no fucking article. They weren't on Twitter or Instagram saying they were gonna do it. They just did it, right? And I feel like the only reason we know about that is because the people that were bailed out said something, right? So it's just like, they have done things for the community and didn't want recognition or money out of it. So I think that Jay-Z is doing this to fucking put himself in a position to really make change within this organization that has all these black people. And I think what really pisses me off is like all the black articles, the news articles that I've seen are, you know, they've been bashing him for it. And I think it's some bullshit because really, (laughs) I feel like it's some bullshit because I think that Jay-Z he's brought us to the table man i think that he is in a position where he's gonna make change and i think that people are chastising him for taking the nfl's dirty money but nobody's asking all these black fucking nfl players to quit their goddamn job to stop to stop playing for the nfl yeah all them or, niggas is making that same fucking dollar and not a, doing shit you know what i'm saying like yeah a, they're kneeling that's fine but you niggas are still playing so but jay-z ain't even fucking playing you know what I'm saying? He's at the table saying, hey, I'm about to take on this title. I'm going to fucking make social change. I'm, this is my role in this agency. Not my role is to be a fucking quarterback or a fucking wide receiver. And what really fucking pissed me off is, what is Eric, what the fuck is that dude's name? Eric, the, the other nigga that fucking got paid out but just got signed to the fucking Panthers. Eric Reed. Eric Reed going to fucking come after Jay-Z and say, oh, you a sellout. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got my nigga's back, blah, blah, blah. Like... But he's, but he's you still playing. You came back to the league. <laughs> the fuck? The same league that penalized you and paid you a settlement? You brought your black ass back 
to your white ass master, but you're going to look at this nigga who's saying he's going to be up here and he's going to make more people that look like you be owners of these motherfucking teams. You're going to look at him and, and chastise him for doing something wrong. Fuck you. That's the thing, though. You can't you can't expect that level of thinking from individuals who can't understand that level. Right. Like a, a player. They, they are some very intelligent players. There's doctors, there's lawyers, whatever. But to be a billionaire. And to be able to sit at the table with other billionaires that are actually making these decisions, you have to be at a certain level. And that's, don't get it twisted, that's one of the reasons they accepted now, Jay-Z. Now because he, he has that standing. You know what's crazy now, is what makes me, what makes me upset is like, uh, I've seen like, all these supposed intellectuals bashing Jay-Z and I'm just like, dude, like are y'all not paying attention to the bigger picture? Which I fail to realize is America is a capitalist society, right? Amen. The only thing that brings about change, money, is money, right? Like, like the only thing that brings about change in this country is money. Like, we operate off of money, right? But when, when you go all the way back to the, the bus boycott in Montgomery, Alabama, like the the reason why they decided to let black people ride the bus is because they were losing money, dog, right? You, you know what I mean, and and all and so. So your favorite football player the, is the not reason, going to work. Ain't no change coming. So, so like, and, and, I, and, I, and I can give a bunch of a, a bunch of other examples of things that have happened that looks like progress in America, but really that progress has been rooted in economics and in and, and, and how economics were shaped. All right. So, what Jay Z is doing is positioning himself to be at that table and influence the economics of this business, this multi-billion dollar business, so that it it, it, it can um, positively impact more African-Americans, not just the African-Americans but, that work you know, they for, see. Uh, go ahead. They're, they're just, but what I will say, bro. Let Josh talk, that, he, was, he was speaking. Okay, 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 go ahead, go ahead, Josh. Yes, go thank ahead, you. Josh. My bad, my bad, bro, my bad, bro. They're looking at Jay as a pawn, and he's yeah. not. He's not, he's not what we normally see when it comes to these social, you know, blasts where they just put the person's face out there and say, hey, this is our ambassador. No, like Jay is more than a pawn. He is, he is an ambassador, one of his titles, but he's also becoming a part owner. He's also running, you know how much money the NFL made off of commercials during the halftime show alone? Like people watched, used to watch the, the Super Bowl just for the commercials, not for the game. So to be able to, to manage that portion, he owns the NFL's pocket at that point. He says okay. what what the NFL will and won't make. Here's the thing, though. The other side of that argument is Jay-Z is not a pawn, but he's not a king either, right? He may be a knight or a bishop, but he's not a king in this chess game. But what I worry about is yeah. that he is, he is in too deep, man. I feel like he... You know, in a perfect world, he'll be able to go there and make some moves. And, but he, right now, he's sitting at a table with a bunch of people who probably don't agree with his ideology and probably don't really care to move forward. Like, they can bullshit him because they have more... He has part ownership, but they still carry more weight in this industry. So I think he there's a chance that he doesn't. he's not able to do as much as he wants to do. And I think that's my concern is that he thinks that he can outmaneuver these people who've been doing this shit for years. And so I don't think that Jay-Z would take something on that, he, you know, he didn't feel comfortable 
that he could make moves in and, and be successful. Because, I mean, he is a hustler, man. You don't fucking sell drugs and now be married to Beyonce and not know a thing or two about hustling, okay? But what I will say um, is that I'm worried... Um, I'm, I'm worried that it, he actually meets a little bit more friction than he's anticipating. Man, I ain't worried about Jay at all. Because I feel like you can't... You, you do not get to his level even without the NFL because he, without surrounding yourself with a team of people that specialize in certain areas. Like, he, there's no way he would have gotten here to, to be able to even sit at that table without the appropriate team. So, no, it's not, it's not, all, it's not all Jay. Like, we, we see Jay. got a interest in this motherfucker, too, though. Because, What's the, because Rock Nation, he actually has players signed. You know, so he's going to have to sell that fucking sports... Uh, you know, business that he has because of the conflict of interest to own, you know, stock or, you know, be, just the position he has in the NFL and, and have partnership status and then also be, you know, a person who's fucking hiring these fucking. I mean, his lawyers have figured that out. Yeah. There's, but, there's loopholes. <laughs> I guarantee the all yeah, NFL so, owners do it. Uh, uh, at, at the end of the day, though, like, I think that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is. The emotional response is to be like, oh, fuck Daisy's a sellout. I mean, that's just not what Nipper Kaepernick meal for. Like, that is, I think that's the emotional response. But you sit down and you think about it and you think about how this business operates and how um, and what really influences people to make make change. I think Jay-Z made a very intelligent, intelligent move here. Um, and I'm I'm I am interested in seeing like what happens with this and where this goes i'm i'm not ready to jump on the whole cancel jay-z train and, and to be honest i think this whole cancel culture is ridiculous we always want to cancel people for the, the like for any and everything um like and it doesn't matter who it is like black people are so quick to cancel other black people for any and everything but i would love to see some of y'all make, make some different decisions when you know when millions of dollars are being pushed in your face and i want to hear you say cancel 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 that shit but that's just me so i i, I think that jay-z made it made it a very smart decision and i'm i'm i really want to see where this goes so yeah, me too same these jinx you well i trust in hove i trust in his team I trust in the multi-generational mindset that he and his family have because it's it's not just it's not just Jay. It's like he's doing this for many other people to continue on. Can we address the elephant? And I got I got a I got a there's a Delta in here. Plug y'all right quick. Yeah, the elephant in the room is that this is all Blue Ivy's idea. I just want you guys to know. For real. Blue I'm, is I'm actually a, the fucking I think it came from the twins. <laughs> the twins did it. Fuck <laughs> no. Blue oh Ivy God. is the one that runs this no. enterprise. Have you I seen Baby Boss? Know. Okay. The no. babies run everything. Blue. So, Blue. hey, real quick though. I'm going I'm to I'm plug y'all for the, for the listeners. It's like not yet sold on what Jay-Z is doing or, or how, how he's, you know what I mean, finna operate. I, I want you, I'm going to... I watched something on Netflix recently, and I, I um, also purchased a book that I'm gonna plug y'all on. Like, go check it out. And it, this 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 whole Jay Z deal will start to make just a little bit more sense to you if you're so not sold on the fact that like 
Jay Z is on to something, man. right? Yo, go go watch the movie High Flying Bird on Netflix. Right, just go just go watch it. It's called High Flying Bird. Go watch it. And then once you get done reading, once you're watching that, <laughs> shut up. Stop talking. Once you get done watching that, go read the book Revolt of the Black Athlete. Girl, boy. That's, that's, that's what I'm going to leave you with. High Flying Bird. Watch it on Netflix. I told you to stay Revolt in the book. Revolt of the Black Athlete. Y'all fucking stupid. Man. Don't look at it. Y'all stupid. Y'all dumb. Girl, boy. Oh, oh Sandra. So dramatic. There's a bowling piece? There's a bowling piece? It's a high-flying bird, not bird box, dumbass. Oh, my bad, man. My bad, my bad. It's not the same. It's not the same. High-flying bird on Netflix. (laughs) Netflix. Go watch it, Uh, yo. Keep game. Hey, man. But what I will say at the end of this week, moving to the unpopular opinion this week, if Jay-Z fucked this up, I will grab my pitchfork. I'm down. I'm ready, bro. Hey, listen. <laughs> if you fuck, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt because it's hope. Had it been anyone else, I'd be like, fuck them. But it's hope. Like, if it was D.L. Hughley, then I'd be like, nah, I ain't trusting this shit. Bro, but, it's hope. but look, it's so, all over the place. Will, you, got the, you got the Wilsons. You got Russell and Sierra buying fucking pitchfork. soccer teams and starting baseball teams. I told you how I feel about that young man. You're just jealous. Make it hard for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing so good. <laughs> so, uh, y'all got a unpopular opinion for this week, man? Um, I don't like you, man. That's my unpopular opinion. <laughs> That's my unpopular opinion for the week. Bro, I literally <laughs> took a day off of work so I could drive to Delaware and celebrate my nigga graduating. He gonna tell me he don't fucking like me. That's how you doing. I don't like I'm you, going man. going to work. Fuck <laughs> you. I'm going to That's work. That's my unpopular opinion. <laughs> going to I work. Should, I should have gave that Redskins ticket to a homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It's funny. It's because I posted a shit on my Instagram that I was at the Redskins game. And niggas was in my DMs like, oh, for real? You and JG sold out? And I was like, bro, listen. First of all, I forgot I was just boycotting. <laughs> I don't want to be known as the flake anymore right so i said yeah but when i was there and someone called me out i was like self you fucked up <laughs> not only are you here in the redskin stadium but you spending your money in this motherfucker too dog like you are giving the nfl all your dollars but to that person i was paying money directly to jay-z jay-z's effort <laughs> need to open up your third eye <laughs> you're thrilled real mm. uh, unpopular opinion football still is trash <clears throat> yeah I haven't watched it in a long time I'm sorry I don't really know what's going on yeah it's fucking stupid unpopular opinion I don't know opinion. why people watch it unpopular I don't know why opinion. people put their kids in that shit still you get brain damage and end up fucking dumb I don't know what fuck's wrong with y'all you're a bad parent bad fucking people and you have bad taste in entertainment demo <laughs> <laughs> Mm. <laughs> all right on that note though hey so you know normally we just sign out to say that you can find us on uh the square table yeah, on instagram we haven't Twitter. said that in a long time but hey but listen <clears throat> yeah but listen this is what i want to say because this is way more important for all you people that listen to us you know, loyal listeners i know you guys check us out every other week you know i know that you guys love us but what we really could use is more comments on 
iTunes. Give a fucking review. You know, give us one, two, three, four, or preferably five stars. You know, and let us know what you think. Comment on SoundCloud. You know what I'm saying? Just give us a review, man. It helps us out a whole lot. It helps other people join the Square Table family. You know, I just, I know that you guys love us. And and sometimes people ask me, like, how, what could I do to help? And that's really what you could do to support us, I think. You know, we're going to keep doing this either way, even if it's just one person listening. And that for that one person, we fuck with you. But, you know, we want to grow. And so we can have more of us here, so we can talk more shit to more of you guys. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I really, that's not where I was expecting you to go. Hey, man, listen. I am a business man. That's why they call me Big Fish. Now I graduated, call me Big Fish. You fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> you got Lori Harvey on your wish list? <laughs> I do. <laughs> hey, man. Shout out to me. Shout out to you, too. Hey, it's funny. So today I went fishing. I know I'm, I'm running it all. We need to sign out, but I'm going to say this. Okay. Today I went fishing. I was talking to Cuzzo and I was like, yeah, Shay Shay graduates on Saturday. So when you guys listen to this, they'll be graduating on Saturday. Make sure you send all the love that day. But when I said that, I said, Josh is working on his masters. He was like, you know, y'all niggas is really doing it out here. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas with masters. Is few and far between, and all three of y'all niggas got it. So keep shining, my nigga. And I was like, I feel that. He didn't really say the keep shining part, but that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Square Table, where we get a bite to the life, and we will see you. Almost to the last.